Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the 2022 NS9 Fanboy Awards. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got Jim Rosati. We got Tyler Sweeney. This is North Shore 9. What is up, everybody? What's going on? Jesus, this is the most <laughs> anticlimactic fanboy award show that ever. To be fair, we started this by Denardo was going to start, then Jim, then me. So I assume we're just going to go with that when we open up as well. And Jim just kind of sits there with his thumb of his butt. Well, he's but this the, is the biggest. This boss. is the best day of the year. You and our dearly departed Ryan started a great tradition that now me and Jim have to carry the torch while you just semi retire. Well, wait, well, I semi-retire. You didn't do anything I, for the show. That's true. I was the only one who prepared for this show. Like, let's be honest. All the awards we're handing out are just what I said. I will not tolerate this slander, like, at all. I mean, this is ridiculous. The people that don't even know behind-the-scenes work that I just did for this show, I did everything about this show. Jim just rattled off some names that didn't even make sense half the time. Tyler and I had to put him in check. Now Tyler was non-existent. He just showed back. I will say this. Like, oh yeah, that's the night. I will say this though. Mike Persack is correct. This is rigged. I feel like, and we'll it'll be the last award of the night, completely rigged. And I will. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna like be Kanye West, like with Taylor Swift accepting the award. (laughs) You might (laughs) have. We might be foreshadowing, but you might have compared it to a European dictator dictatorship. What's the word? Dictatorship. Dictatorship. Yeah, is that the word I'm looking for? Yes. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> it's not that difficult. Words are escaping me. I'm tired. It's fanboy. <laughs> let's let's go. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's get this thing going. Do it. So it is. I believe the fourth annual. I put fourth annual because I don't think we've done it five years. That seems kind of long. But I also could be wrong. But uh, at any rate, let's get this thing going. So for any of you that are joining that have no idea, you know, we do a fanboy award because, I mean, what else would you title it? Where us as North Shore 9 presents awards to athletes, right? We have the fan vote as well. So we had it out there on Twitter this, this uh, what, I guess two weeks ago we started it, where we had the nominations, then people voted on their awards and such. Um and yeah, we got like about 25 awards to give out tonight. So, I mean, this is like really deep shit. You know, if you win an award, it means something. I mean, this is a big deal. Like, let's be real. Let's, this is a big deal. It's literally why Persak is triggered. Because he <laughs> feels this reason. thing is rigged. It's the only reason Persak is here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way his voting went, I yeah, probably... No shade, but just saying. <laughs> you we had cooked. nothing to do with it. We had nothing to do with it. That was just all fan voting. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So I guess we should get this started. So what we'll do is we'll start with the actual fan votes. So for all these awards, this is, again, put out there on Twitter. You, as the fans, voted on them. Let's get it going. Very first award of the night. The best Twitter account. So I do present you from the fans. Now I gotta share a screen. It's the first time I'm doing this one here. So the best the the 2022 fanboy award for the best Twitter account goes to 
our boy Vinny, Vino202. He is the best Twitter account, which. Yeah, we need like there a clapping. Go. We need something. Yeah, if we had a real producer, we'd have like a sound effect where it's like, right. oh, yeah. No, you know but, what? Um... I don't want to hear. Actually, on the old one, when I was using OBS, I was, I was, I did it. But we want to stick with StreamYard right now. Well, but congratulations, no, I will say this. Vinny. Yeah, congratulations to Vinny. Um, always active on Twitter. Super positive account. Um, almost too positive sometimes where... You know, he like annoys me, but no, no we, we love you, Vinny. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. I, how many votes did you buy, Vinny? I feel how like many bought, uh, the funny thing is I seen Vinny like retweeting, sharing all, all of this stuff. Oh, yeah. I, Vinny uh, wanted to win and he went after it. But that's what winners do. Exactly. Yeah. Side note, Ben Charrington, you go after it. There's a lesson to be learned here. <laughs> what Ben Charrington could learn off of Vinny. Um, also, Vinny, an ex NS9 Pirates Jeopardy contestant. Yes. Didn't didn't do so well on that one, but he was a contestant. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't talk up. about that. Yeah. Is this Vinny's <laughs> first award? Uh, it is. Well, it's the first award of the night. So, well, yes. his first award ever. I think Vinny won something last year. He might have. Let's think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right. Well, hey, we're gonna uh, on to the next one. On to the next one. All right. So the next award, which I almost feel like this award should have been like split into two categories because it was almost too unfair. But we, you know, we had the best Twitter account, so now we have the worst Twitter account, right? And uh, congratulations. Mark Madden, worst Twitter account. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> so I don't I don't really remember him doing anything to really irritate me this year. This almost just needs to have his namesake. So, so this is where I'm at. Like this yeah. should just be the Mark Madden award, like for worst account. Because I, I feel agree. like you know, I feel like someone got gypped. Like someone, someone else should have won this award, and they just—they weren't as bad as this account. I agree. I'm kind of with you there. Uh, now, I mean, granted, terrible account by all yeah. means. Terrible account, right? I mean, he's the one that was talking about Odell Cruz had walked in 50 plate appearances. He's a bust. Um, just terrible, terrible takes and ideas. Doesn't know much about baseball at all. So, I mean, it's not as if this isn't fitting for the category. But I do feel, as far as, like, Pirates Twitter goes, more well-deserving um, people. <laughs> Someone could have went back-to-back from last year. I'll just put it that yeah. way. But this is what the fans went with, so this is what we'll, uh, we'll go with. Hey, you're never, you're never wrong when placing Mark Madden in a terrible account list. You're right. You can't go wrong with it. That's basically where we're at. As in, yes. that should, as Jim so eloquently put, it should be the Mark Madden Award. I'm good with it. So, congratulations, Mark yep. Madden, the worst Twitter account. <laughs> you and a fanboy. Oh, that's got to sting for him. Yeah, I know. We should send him one. 
I'm down. <laughs> All right, are we on to the funniest Twitter account? We are. Yes. All right, well, this year's funniest Twitter Pirates account, and I feel like he's on a streak right now. It's none other than Steelo City. I feel like he won this last year. He comes home with it again. Yeah, well, another well-deserved award. Um, you know, he, he'll, I think he comes up here later on. I'm not sure, but yeah, good, good stuff as always from Stilo. Yeah, last year I feel like Stilo had a pretty solid. I, I'm not going to say sweet, but he had a, certainly a, a solid showing last year in the fanboys. And if it wasn't last year, it was the year before. We actually used his video. Remember his end of year, like. Yeah. 2020 or 2021 Pirates tribute where it's nothing but the blunders. Uh, so, I mean, I reached out to him to see if we could use it. He, of course, was like, yes. Th- I mean, that's basically why he's the funniest Pirates account. <laughs> Videos like that, tweets, memes he uses. The fact that I have here posted he has 4,288 followers is such a, a crime. But you know what? I will say this. Like, I think like this time two years ago, like he was – under a thousand so like people are starting to recognize and give this account the credit that it deserves it's one of the most fascinating brains i've ever seen i i just yeah i have nothing to add to that like i don't know if he's 12 25 (laughs) 33 67 (laughs) like like the tweets he puts out you're like okay he's 50 some years old and then you're like wait He's, he's like seven. <laughs> but uh, like one of the funniest things I think from him, and there's plenty, but just the fact that I, I remember Barstool picked up a tweet of his. You know, like Barstool shared it and it was going viral. And he literally deleted the tweet so they couldn't do it. <laughs> so back to his only 4,200 followers, like he doesn't care about that. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Barstool used his tweet and deleted it just so they couldn't use like have content. <laughs> elite <laughs> now good stuff as always another solid year looking forward to 2023 just a terrific account so. yeah yeah if not for pirates for pirates twitter all right so on to the fourth fanboy award of the night so we have ourselves we went from the the funniest pirates accounts now we're moving on to the best pirates memes and fellas like that took on a whole new level this year. I mean, it's not as if the Pirates won many games, but when they did, if you're the like the following, or the opposite Twitter account, right? Look out, Pirates Twitters went wild on you guys, and it was just like I feel like a contest. Who could put out like the best meme? Who could top it? We had cameos out there. I mean, people were paying money to have a meme made for them. So, uh, yeah, so we out there. The funniest, I'm sorry, the best Pirates memes goes to none other than Vinny once again. Vinny, Vino202, his second fanboy of the night. He's voted on as the funniest, I'm sorry, yeah, the best Pirates memes of 2022. So congratulations, Vinny, once again. Well-deserved again. Um, you mentioned like when the, when, the, when the opposing team posted the final score during a loss. I feel like the first like 15 replies were all Vinny. I don't know if he's got like 15 screens going on. He's got like a meme ready to go on each screen. I don't know how he does it, but uh, no, sh- shout out to Vinny. 
just a very strong showing this season by Vinny. Tyler, I may have many words. So, <laughs> as Vinny says here, he owes it all to Bart. And, yeah, like the Simpsons meme was one of them. But, Jim, you're absolutely right. It, like, Vinny, people out there are, like, pride on their one meme. Like, all right, I got – hey, look, first off, again, the, the shout-out to some people, and I don't remember all your names and such, but we had Clint Hurdle out there talking about poverty franchises. We had Pokey Reese, right? I and, mean, again, all the cameos and such. And, like, and you pride yourself on that. Vinny was like, one's not enough. I need like 20 of them. And he just 20 like straight memes. Yeah. So congrats. Half of them I don't understand because I guess I'm an old millennial, but I still enjoyed them. Very good. You got to save your words about Vinny here because he might pop up a few more times. Well, he is that optimistic diehard pirates fan as his bio says o'neill cruise enthusiast superhero fan video game fan oh apparently has another account follow nerd vino for nerd content i mean i don't know Vinny. i follow this account and it's, it's a lot of nerd <laughs> content so. pretty pretty nerdy <laughs> but anyways i'll give that one a follow maybe too all right uh oh next one most charitable account. And I think this is a back-to-back -back winner, at least. Um, but uh, around the 412, taking it home. They're always doing good stuff all the time. They do their rocking around the, the 412. Um, yeah, all, always good stuff from, uh, from Smitty and the team. Yeah. Yeah, they've... I mean, they they do a ton of stuff. The rocking around four one two is great. It seems like they donate to everything. Um, they they really do great stuff, and there are a lot of good contenders in this one. Mm -hmm. I'm with Tyler. There certainly were a lot, um, but you know, shout out to Definitely Smitty Tyler. Um, do quite a bit. Uh, I love what they do too. And if you aren't following them, don't know. Check them out. But, yeah, like the Rockin' 412 is going around right now. Christmas is coming up. They help a lot of families. They do a lot of really good stuff there. So congratulations to Around the 412 for winning the most charitable account. Congrats, guys. And they won it last year, too. I mean, back-to-back. -to, -back. to be honest, they probably won it four years in a row if this is truly the fourth year. So, uh, so there's yeah. that. Good stuff. For sure. And on to the next one, we have the Fan of the Year Award, which is also the Bill Boyle Award. And Denardi, you said it earlier, always so positive. Vinny, once again, comes away with another one. Gosh. Just you might as well just keep him up there. I was going to say, Vinny just sweeping all the, uh, the, the, the positive fan categories. Just a, an epic season for Vinny. MVP. MVP season. So once again, triple, triple crown. How many did you buy? Like how many votes did you buy, Vinny? For real. <laughs> so right, this I is what the count. one, two, three, four, five. This is the sixth award of the night, and he's got half of them. Now, I'm just saying. Again, I have the account, so I see how many times you shared it, Vinny. I also know someone invited me to some some DM group, and I seen you in there active too. So. I'll, Thrown out there, Vinny. 
<laughs> you were doing work this year, and I respect it. There's something odd about those mail-in ballots. <laughs> Stop the counts. See, and he's so nice. Look at this. Just another good year from Vinny. Let's see if he can follow it up next year, hopefully when the Pirates are better and he has more to be positive about. That is true. I, I'm excited for Vinny when the Pirates are good. Like, I want to I want to see the kind of stuff he can put out. You know, and they're all – people in Vinny's age group are also young enough that they haven't experienced the 20 years of misery. They did get that period in their young life of the Pirates being good. So they still do have some positivity in them. They have actual, they have a thing that, that the three of us lack, and that's hope. They, <laughs> they have hope. We have no hope. We are hopeless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're on that copium. They're on that hopium. That's the difference. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, once again, Vinny, congrats. Well played. Can we get some other guys, you know, participating and winning? All right. So I guess the next one we're going to move on to is uh, now again, this is Vinny's not going to win this one because he wasn't on the field. Thank God. But this was voted by the fans. So we do have the favorite Pirates player of the year. So again, who do the fans vote for for their favorite player of the year? None other than, of course, our boy O'Neill Cruz. I mean, how can he be the favorite? I mean, he was instantly, as soon as he got called up, as soon as, like, the, literally the first inning, just making highlights. Everyone's talking about him. Everyone loves him. He's very polarizing, as his picture shows. And if you know the background story of this picture, I mean, there's a reason why it was, it was chosen for this award show. But, uh, yeah, Ono Cruz, the, the, fan, the, the favorite player of the year, voted by the fans. Yeah, and I don't know how much of an overwhelming victory this was, but uh, it just the way that he went about playing the game, like just doing things you've never seen before, just a fun guy to watch. And yeah, like if this guy is not not your favorite player on the team or one of the favorite players on your team, then I don't, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like you need to find a new sport. Well, Jim, to your point, he received seventy one percent of the vote. There you go. An, an overwhelming victory, and I think it's a very expected overwhelming victory, as the three months of him being in the minors on Twitter showed. All right. Um, am I next? Yeah, I'm next. So we just did the favorite player. So now we're going to do most hated player. And... I mean, there were a lot of choices. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, this was a really bad team, and I hated a lot of players. And most of our fans hated a good portion of the 68 players that put on a Pirates uniform this year. But not to interject, too, but, Jim, let's be honest also, a lot of the players' dads hated you as well. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. The, the dads hated me. I was nothing but nice to the dads. I just want to put that on the record. But, no, most hated Pirate of the Year, and I, and I think this is – this is another no-brainer. None other than Josh Van Meter. So congratulations to Josh Van Meter. Really, congrats. This is more of a Ben Sherrington award, I think. Congratulations to Ben Sherrington because he just kept this dude on the roster 
for almost the entirety of the season when he had no business getting one at bat on this team. Also, congratulations to Ben Sherrington for making this such a difficult decision because there were so many good choices here. I think there were good choices, but like, I don't think any, like, God, people hated Josh Van Meter for good reason. But again, this, like, it wasn't his fault. Like, I kind of feel bad for him personally, I but uh, yeah, he shouldn't geez. have made a major league salary for as long as he did. But again, that's not his fault. I don't care. That's like where I'm at with his whole entire thing. I mean, it's like I hate what Josh Van Meter presented, but I can't hate him. Like, it's not his fault that 29 other teams recognize that he's not a major league baseball player. And Ben Charrington picked him up to make him a baseball player. And then put him at first base <laughs> and said, do this thing, too, that you've never done. But I mean, like, I get it. He just wasn't good. And he just stayed playing over other people that probably should have been playing. So, uh, I mean, I hate to say it. Like, he didn't earn this. Ben Charrington earned it. But uh, he gets he gets the brunt of it. And I, it's hard to argue. <laughs> and what, what a perfect photo you chose. Because that face just looks so punchable. <laughs> As Bucko Mike says, he got paid basically $750,000 to hit 180. And that's so why I, I did not feel too, I can't feel too bad for him. That's true. That's true. Which is why I don't. And on to our next one here. Oh, oh, hold on. Oh. Okay, go ahead. All right, come on, producer. Get with the program. We are now on to the best tweet. And once again, I feel like he came away with this last year as well, but it's going to Steelo City with his Chris Benoit tweet. Please tell me you have it. Oh, I I have it. (laughs) It's got to be some context to it. (laughs) Let me also, let me preference this once again just to make sure, voted by the fans. (laughs) Nominated and voted by the fans. Like, it's just, it's so true. First off, it's so true. (laughs) (laughs) But it is, it's, it's great. It's great. I mean, you afraid to read it? I, I, I can't rem- like I can't remember maybe what sparked this. It was probably like the Yankees I can tell lost you right the now, game. Actually. Like did the Yankees just lose a game? So a Yankees fan tweeted that Jameson Tyon and Clay Holmes tweeted two photos of them in Pirates jerseys and said these two combined for nine shutout innings against the Rays the night with two hits allowed and seven strikeouts. Steelo responded with, I don't think it's possible to punch further down than this gem. All right, so I'll read it because this will be out in podcast form as well. That is true. So Stilo says, I honestly, from the bottom of my heart, believe that if the average Yankee fan spent one week as a Pirates fan, which again, we know this is going, and that's where the true part comes, as Jim says, they would Chris Benoit their family. (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) there's that. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) And, and and so again, this is where I'm like, is he is he 14? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. So this is actually a tweet that's that makes me think he's not 14. I mean, the Chris Benoit thing was 15 years ago, yes. right? Like a 14 year old doesn't know what Chris Benoit did. 
<laughs> Whereas thirty five. Yeah, I think he's like I think he's like right around thirty five. It is kind of upsetting that he had this good of a tweet because the closest comp- competition was the Pirates DFAing Van Meter tweet. And going back to back with Van Meter would have been great. That's true. That got a lot of nominations too. <laughs> now, so congrats, congrats, Stilo. Funniest Pirates account and best tweet. So a very, very good showing. Makes sense. Just very good. <laughs> I mean, who's who's up now? Uh, Donardo, you're up. Oh, it's me? Okay. All right. So, again, you're right. Best tweet. So now we got to go to the worst tweet of the year. Now, I'll say this. Tyler said there was some competition. Now, oh, for yeah. best tweet, it was Stilo. And then it was three tweets by the Pirates, actually. One of them... Or no, actually, for best... I forget. It was three tweets by the Pirates. It was for the best. Okay. So, yeah, it was three tweets by the Pirates for the best. For the worst, there was a lot of competition. Now, one was the Pirates as well, which was we have optioned O'Neill Cruz. Mm-hmm. Um, the one who won it had two actually in there and they're going back to back. And then <laughs> they were, course, they were neck and neck too. Those people who know teams. Cody as well, who I think won this last year was in there. So these, like there's three just neck and neck. And again, this, this guy had two of them um, both up there. So the winner for the worst tweet of the year goes to none other than Brian Cornell from Pittsburgh Pirates Rant Podcast. So let me put it out there. I'll, I'll guess bring the context. So he tweets. I'm not sure why, but he tweets and says, I'm as white as it gets, but I wish I was ghetto. And then, by the way, Jim, not you, Jim, but this other Jim was up nominated for something I forget. So Jim at I love to shit says, I'm okay. <laughs> 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 and then Brian responds back and says, totally, I super wish I was a ghetto white dude. I think that would be cool. So, so shout out to Brian Cornell for the worst twi- to tweet of the year. Um, slightly narrowing, beating out your other nominated tweet for the worst tweet of the year. Well-deserved. I'm just going to let that tweet marinate. <laughs> like like what the hell like what I, yeah I don't even have anything to add like nothing to add and the best part is that he's responding to at I love to shit oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a perfect embodiment of fire's twitter especially on yeah. that end of it <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Brian is truly undefeated. So so this is what I don't know if Mike Mike Persack's still here, but he was nominated for this category. Mike Persack from the uh, the Post Gazette. But this is for Beat Writer of the Year. Beat Writer of the Year. And uh, the winner, none other than. Are we going to announce it or are we just going to go right to it? Let's announce it. Alex Stumpf, winner of the Beat Writer of the Year. And you know what? We actually have a message from Alex. 
um, as he accepts this this prestigious award. You fools! You foolish fools! I I had to go to my car because I, this is a rant, and this is where you rant on things on the internet. You. Fools! How could you elect me king of the beat reporters for another year? Did hashtag take Alex off the beat mean nothing to you people? It meant something for me. It was a plea. It was a plea. Do you not know how the pirates perform whenever they know I am up in the upper deck? It's bad. Give it to Chris. He, he should be the beat reporter. They had a 96 win pace with him. You had better options. You could have voted for Justice. You could have voted for Jason. You could have voted for Mike. Well, Mike, maybe not. But, you know, there are other people you could have voted for. But, uh, all right. I will I will hold the mantle for another year as the fanboy beat writer of the year. But, my God, pick someone else for 23. We can't do this every year. Good old Alex. By the way, yes, take Alex off, his, off the beat. For sure. <laughs> Add <Right>. Cody. <laughs> No, but for real, Alex did a great job um, for for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Um, really, everybody, great job across the board, I think, from a beat writer standpoint this year. It's got to be tough covering a team this bad, like day in and day out, and they do it. And uh, they, they give us all the information that, you know, that we need. Imagine having to re- learn that many names throughout the year for a professional team. And then you'll talk to them. That's this has to be the toughest job in baseball. Pretending you care to talk to a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. But no, for sure. I mean, shout out to Alex. Um, all the nominees as well. But yeah, Alex does a great job. I love messing with him on Twitter as well. And um, I mean, again, like going to the car for that acceptance speech, let's be honest, he just he don't want anyone to know when he's accepting a word for Norseman. I he had to go in a car to do that. You know, I, I get it. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> I think the pirates are in good hands with beat reporters though. Seems to have a good group now. Yep. I agree. I do. I do. And like, if you know the roots from Norseman, I, we just hated everybody. And I feel like there's a lot of good blood there. All I'll right, keep it that. we are we are beyond the fan voting portion now, aren't we? Yes, that does conclude the fan votes. So, yes, so everything Persex from says, here on. Pot shot at me for no reason. Typical Alex probably feels threatened. I agree. Um, yeah, go. So, so these next, uh, however many awards are decided by us, or one of them was decided by like a group of twelve that we weren't involved in. I was part of it. I The rest is us, though. Yeah. Well, by us, you mean you. That's true. I basically picked all these winners. so Except for one. Except for two. We'll discuss. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll just start this thing off with the North Shore 9 Fantasy Baseball League champion, which none of us play in. The winner is Regis Ryan. The commissioner somehow wins the league. Speaking of mm. rigged. Foul play. So I didn't even realize we had a fantasy baseball league. And <laughs> until stop it. Until we did this award show last year. It was the first I ever heard of it. 
<laughs> oh, well, that, that's fair. <laughs> I thought you were going to say this year. Yeah, uh, okay. I mean, again, that's that's somewhat fair. But you do this year, and you guys didn't care to join. I'm in no it, one asked and I'll be honest. No one... I stopped participating in about June when my team was not good. But yeah, Regis won it. He had a good, solid team. Um, I forget who won it last year, but it wasn't Regis. Someone else. Oh, Dan Churchill won it. Uh, Regis won it this year. Solid team. Good job, Regis. Not only do you win the league, but you win a fanboy. That's the real trophy. <clears throat> yes, sir. And let's just say, I mean, look at his Twitter image right there. That's that's elite stuff. Chisholm Hall of Nutting. I mean, come on, man. That is good. All right. Who's next? Tyler you, did that one, every, right? Uh, yeah, it's you. It's you All right, man. So for the next award, we have the best NS9 podcast featured guest. And I feel like, so last year we did have quite a few. This year we didn't have as many, but I think a lot of that was just challenged because we did the post-game shows every single night. Boy, oh boy, did we not do want to do anything other than that. I mean, it was enough to do those. We didn't need any special WNS9 pluses this, you know, this season and such. Now, of course, it's often coming up. We'll get back to that a little bit more. But uh, yeah, I mean, we had a, the core group that we did have this year's guests, pretty competitive. But I think for this year, the best guest, right? So the, the winner for the best NS9 podcast featured guest is going to be none other than the Zips Tatician himself, Dan Zimborski, who told us O'Neill Cruz is going to be basically the MVP player. And he did. He, he did. So, you know, at the beginning of the year, he kind of fueled – my hatred of O'Neill Cruz being in triple a. Uh, Cause yeah, his projections over the course of an entire season, O'Neill Cruz would have been uh, pretty good. He was a three plus war player, right? Yeah. 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 I actually went back and listened earlier. He mentioned that his projections had O'Neill Cruz at a Adam Jones, I believe through, like 20 2009 pace and those projections were almost spot on because that 2009 season for Adam Jones was very close to O'Neill Cruz's season this year. Yeah. And it just kind of going back to Jim. It's like, what could have been if O'Neill Cruz is, you know, caught up in day one and someone had the balls to see if maybe he could get rookie of the year. And that didn't happen because we saw the way he ended the season. It's like, what if he had a full year? Who knows? Because old Julio Rodriguez had a full year, and we saw what that translated to. But um, yeah. But either way, like I love having Dan on. We pretty much have him on every single year. Once the Pirates projections come out, we talk to him, bust his balls a little bit. Um, but I mean, like I said, very informative. And here's the thing too. I feel like there's a lot of people that don't understand zips, so he does a good job letting you understand what it means. So like when he says like he's projected, it doesn't necessarily mean like this is going to happen. But he, he kind of breaks it down. And with that said, tune in this year when we have Dan on again. And you can find out what Zips truly is when you want to, you know, trash projections. Understanding what they mean and what they present uh, means a lot. Again, it was a very informative uh, discussion we had with him. It was, uh, it was fun. You guys you know now what? understand Zips. I still don't because I'm stupid. 
well, we know that. Um, you didn't. No, you didn't even. Look. You didn't understand the the draft pick compensation nope. rules for, and that was like a week ago. Correct. <laughs> About a week ago. Um, but you know no, what? We say, kind of, but shout out to Dan yeah. because he actually he he's he loves to troll them because they've been bad. But an Orioles fan, I never guess. Uh, congratulations to him. He's got to see a a good baseball club this year with the Orioles. Can't relate. We yeah. definitely made fun of him a little bit about the Orioles. As they, the, the Orioles greatly outperformed their Zips projections. Let's just say <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I think you're Is up, Jim. Jim. I think you're I'm up. The, I'm up. All right. Well, nah, now my phone's locked. And it, doesn't, <laughs> it, it doesn't recognize my, my face with the sunglasses on. All right. <laughs> Next award, it's for the best. Uh, it's for the best hair award, and uh, it's it's called the VO5 award because we couldn't get a head and shoulder sponsorship. Is what I'm reading in the parentheses. So the winner of this um, is Kevin Newman, another shortstop. So Cole Tucker won last year. This year's winner, Kevin Newman. He's got the whole you know suave look on top there. So congrats to Kevin Newman, best hair. Did you try to match your hair with his today, Denardo? Listen, Kevin Newman's been trying to match his hair to my hair. You just don't see it because I always wear a hat. Not many nominees for this award. Uh, Jim had his own opinions. We overruled him. And <laughs> ended up we going. Overruled him. And we ended up going with Kevin Newman, whose hair is never out of place when he takes his hat off. Yeah, like I'm with Tyler. There wasn't a whole lot of options, but for the few, I felt like it was kind of competitive. But uh, yeah, with Kevin, I mean, it's good hair. It's good hair. You don't see it a whole lot because it fits all within the helmet, right, or the hat. But as Tyler says, it's always in place. It's always perfect hair. It's, I mean, in the sense of it's the uh... – God, I forget it. I guess I'm going to date myself in saying it, but I'm trying to go back to the old Dallas Cowboys coach, right? That like his hair would never move in a, in a hurricane. Which you know what I'm talking about. Well, it's not Tom Landry because he had a hat on. No, it was after Landry. The guy that coached Oklahoma, Barry Switzer. Nope, after Switzer. And before Switzer, Bill Parcells. No, nope. Wade Phillips. Nope, before Phillips. Jason Garrett. Nope, before Wade Phillips. Before Garrett. Before Phillips was Bill Parcells. He was also in uh. Jerry Miami for a bit. Oh, uh, Jimmy Johnson. Yes. Yes. There we go. There it is. There Long it is. Short drink of water. 12th time is the perfect try. Jimmy Johnson. Who knew we we're talking about Dallas Cowboys on the North Shore Nine Fanboy Awards? This is insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right. We're moving on to the most outstanding comedy performance, which could also be named the Will Craig, the Will Craig Award. But this one goes to none other than the most hated Josh Van Meter. And I believe it's because he didn't step on first base, and it is. So incredible. So when I when I picked these awards, right, and I said Josh Van Meter <laughs> next to this, 
I was thinking about this first base play, but then like 10 seconds later, I was like, hold on. It could also be that time he tried catching. <laughs> so I was, I was actually curious to see which moment you were going to pick because really both equally funny. And actually the catching probably more funny, to be honest. Yeah, that was, that was bad. <laughs> so I'm going to put it this way. Peek behind the curtain, right? The production side. I have some videos. I have some photos. The van for one thing, finding Josh Vaminer clips is hard enough as it is because he's the most hated Pirates player, right? No one really cares about that. There's no highlights on Josh Vaminer. So finding these are hard, and I'd really have to like splice and edit to gather all of those moments because I'm with you, Jim. The thing about this is like where the the Will Craig last year, like that was the, that moment in itself was the most comedic, right? Where I feel like with Josh Vaminer, it was his entirety of his play. There were so many moments. It, it, it's the whole story. But, yeah, I, I kind of went lazy on this one. I'll put it that way. There could have been, like you said, the catching. I was like, you know what? I found the first base picture. I couldn't find the video. Again, I couldn't find the video on this. So here we it, are. You know what? Josh Van Meter's attorney probably got all the videos scrubbed <laughs> off the internet. It's, I mean, the money he got, he can afford it now. Yeah. I mean, you even could have went – with the Josh Van Meter pitching performance. He did that too. <laughs> I could have just had every single at bat and just posted <laughs> that. <laughs> Connor says he has video. I should have reached out to him. <laughs> I'll send it to you if you need it. Yeah, sure. That's, that's going to help now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so uh, Josh Vaminer, two fanboys again, it's prestigious. Here, stuff. I mean, I don't know if Fangrass is down, but his attorney might be hard at work because I cannot pull up Josh Vaminer's <laughs> Fangrass page. What if his agent is just like he put a virus on every Josh Vaminer tagged website, webpage, <laughs> video, everything? They're just all down. They're all down. All right, who's next? You. Every time you oh, ask that okay. question, it's you. <laughs> Perfect. So we had the, the most outstanding comedy performance. Now we have the most outstanding drama performance. Now, when you have a hundred lost season, it's probably not good drama on you know this end of it. But you know, as Jim loves to say, he picked the categories uh, or the answers to the categories, like the winners. I agree with this as well. Um, the winner truly is David Bednar. In his three out, I'm sorry, his three inning save against the Dodgers, which we all know that the Pirates swept the Dodgers in that series. But it was three inning save against the Dodgers. That was the most dramatic. And of course, it's dramatic because it was outstanding for him. And it it's also added a lot of drama because then he that. couldn't pitch again. <laughs> but uh, here's the video I added. So, so for Jim, it wasn't actually the pitching performance, it was what came afterwards, is too. We're going to find out here. Guys, 50 pitches tonight for David Bednar to seal this one out. What was it like closing this one out, David? Fuck, exciting, man. Sorry. Exciting. What a game. They battled back and uh, picked me up, and to, to get that one's huge. David Bednar just dropping F bombs on ATT Sports <laughs> What a yinzer. I love the dude. Love him. He truly is one of us. Yep. Also, it was seven outs, wasn't it? Not three innings. 
I don't know. I don't remember. He participated so, in there, there was a, good okay. enough for that, me. That was yeah. a long time ago, and it was a long season. It was 50 pitches, which was enough to get View gone as well and <laughs> busted his arm. So Shelton loved him without his relievers. All right. So that moves us to the Steve Blass Award. Steve Blass Award given to um, the best announcer, you know, whether that's the play by play guy, the analyst, whatever. Uh, but this year's winner, uh, I, I, I thought he was great all year round uh, when, when he was in the booth. But uh, Neil Walker, congratulations. The Steve Blass Award. I, I will agree with your pick here, Jim. I think it's the best pick you could have had. Yeah, I got to say, like, I have this love for walk. I, I mean, just... <laughs> He, he's, he's so he's angry that 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 uncle you know like you just you just want to be around but the thing about walk too is like when he went on those nbc like the peacock right yeah he was outstanding yep. he but was. regardless of that you know i i know a lot of people love to hate a lot of the, the broadcasters and i really don't but neil walker for his first year coming on i enjoyed the hell out of him i really did i mean this guy's got a career i feel in the booth for sure uh, so I'm with you, man. He definitely wins it for me as well. I'm, I'm all about this award as well for him. I agree. He's very polished and not cynical yet, which is surprising. Yep. <laughs> surprising. <laughs> well, you know, Jason Kendall hasn't gotten to the booth yet. That is right. true. But, uh, and like, I'll say this too, like Connor says, Caps is also great. Like the, the new guys coming on, I, I do appreciate all of them. Like, Caps is also good. Like for, I mean, on there, they're very knowledgeable, but also add entertainment value. I love I love the the new blood. I agree. Yep. <laughs> Anthony disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this yeah. isn't Pirates Twitter in yeah. a nutshell. This ain't Twitter in a nutshell. <laughs> All right, All right move moving on. All right, next one is the comeback player of the year. Is there any other player that we could pick here? It's Mitch Keller. That's that's the easiest pick. Yes, it is. Yeah. Pick. Right about there. Well, maybe not up, but certainly good movement on here at PNC Park. Two and two. And fastball heavy there. All heaters right there from Mitch Keller. Out in front, 0-2. That's more like it, Mitch Keller. Comes right back. Love it. Love it, Mitch. In the North Hills, yeah. played most of the Northern teams, you know. Hey, got him. 97. Comebacker. That's the lone RBI. And he struck him out looking. Look at that pitch. 97. Right on. Yeah, a very well-deserving award. Um, you know, down year last year, it was a make-or-break season for him, and he uh, he made it happen. Good stuff. Those highlights were sexy. They were. 
<laughs> I was kind just... of wondering when they were going to end, to be honest. You didn't want to read the season to. again. <laughs> like, there's not many reasons to look forward to 2023. He's one of them. But for sure, I mean, Mitch Keller, man, what an unbelievable turnaround. I don't know what to add. I just, yeah. we've talked enough about him all year long, I feel like, and I can't we wait have. to talk about yeah. him next year. Yeah. Yep. The return of the two seamer. Yeah, baby. The game within the game's coming back. All right. So we had a comeback player of the year. Now uh, let's get to the declined, though, which I don't think anyone really even understands what that even means. But we were talking about Kutch and him declining, though. And, and Ryan Platt, if you follow him at all on Twitter, that became a thing with, between us and Platt because that's his favorite player. But, yeah, Kutch declined, though. And there's plenty of players that have declined, though, on this team. So there's a lot of opportunities. I mean, this could have been a team award, truly, because even if you could add Brian Reynolds declined, Truly, right? Yep. Um, so I don't think there's one that like really outs like won it opposed to anyone else, more deserving or less. But the person this does get awarded to is none other than Zach Thompson. Uh simply because he was a very bad pitcher. Um, he got picked up as a minor leaguer for the Miami Marlins, got caught up last year and performed effectively well, you know, like statistically speaking. The numbers look good at the end of the season. Comes over the Stallings trade. People are talking about he's going to be a mainstay. What a great pickup. And um, he stunk. <laughs> he, he declined, though. So he wins the decline, though, award. He gets a fanboy. Yeah. I think he's always stunk. And he continues to stink. Yeah, so I, I think I ended up actually disagreeing with myself after I originally wrote Thompson. I probably would have given this to Yoshi, but Zach Thompson, very well deserved winner of the uh, of the the declining. Though, so, not I many players he, on this team could decline because they were all just already bad. That's true. It would it would it would have been really hard for most of this team to get worse. And, and I feel like, and the way, reason I kept this too, I felt like the thing with Yoshi is he sucked pretty much everywhere he's gone to, except when he went to the Pirates. So at least, like we look at his career up to this point, Zach Thompson had respectable numbers, although it was small sample and just that half season with the Marlins, right? He he ended like at, at good numbers. Where look at Yoshi's career, it was still awful. It just became even more awful. Yeah, I hear you. Holy yeah. shit. Thompson wins the Tim Williams lookalike award. <laughs> oh, and here's Vinny. Quite frankly, he was good from May to July. They became the worst pitcher ever last few months. Yeah. This is why Jim hates your tweets sometimes, Vinny. <laughs> right, because the last few months still count. <laughs> And if you saw what was happening between May and July, you shouldn't have bought into it. Yeah, he stunk. But, but we digress. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm up. So <laughs> next up is the Lonnie Chisholm Award. The Lonnie Chisholm Award, which 
I'm not entirely even sure what this award means, but I'm going <laughs> to guess that it means like a guy who you signed or picked up who just did nothing at all. <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> so we're going to go with Jose Godoy. I forgot he was even on the team for like two full weeks. Um, <laughs> and like, I don't know if the guy's ever actually played the catching position before he did this. Um, I'm not sure if he ever took an at bat at not only a major league at bat, but like a minor league at bat. I just, I don't know how this guy made it to the majors and he played like what? Five games. It was just, it was a mess. Based on the picture, I don't think he's ever played baseball in his life. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm with Jim here. I don't quite know. I didn't know what this award meant, really. And they didn't really have like a D. Gordon offseason signing. So, Godoy works, I guess, here. But I did just have a thought back to the best hair. And I don't know how I didn't give it to Chavis. <laughs> that was good hair. He is good hair. Or Marisnik. Man, there I feel like pitch. him, Brubaker, and Marisnik are very similar, though. I mean, I guess you could have went with like a Hembry here. I don't you even could remember. Have. But but Henry, yeah. like Henry was still part of the club for a while. Godoy yeah. just wasn't. He came up and was Two easily forgettable. The night. Just easily just, just did nothing for this club. Nothing. Come on, you got a photo of him right there. That's what he did. He did this. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us this photo op. Which uh if, going back to Regis, right? He, Lonnie gave us that photo op with, with nothing, so at least they did that. Yeah, I don't really remember him being on the team that much. So there I guess go. it's fitting. All right, I guess I'm up and we're on to the most improved player of the year which is kind of redundant with the comeback player, but we're going to do it anyhow. We're doing it our way. It goes to Rodolfo Castro. Tyler, man, we, words. we talked it. I mean, we talked so much about him. I don't know what more to add. I feel like the, September, all we did was talk about Rodolfo Castro and O'Neill Cruz. Yeah. I mean, really ever since that final call up, he was a completely different player than, than the caster that we've seen, uh, it, you know, his previous few uh, cups of coffee that he had. So, yeah, definitely big, huge improvement for Castro this year. Excited to see if he can, you know, be a decent second baseman going forward for the, for the future. For sure. And I guess to add on to what Tyler said, um, he didn't really come back from anything. Like he never was good, and then was bad, and then came back. Right? Where at least that's the difference in Keller. You know, he performed. You can talk and argue about the FIP and ERA relevancy or whatever, but you know, he became a very, very bad pitcher last year, and then he turned it back around this year. Where as if Castro never was like good, so he never really came back. He just improved, and and right, like he could end up being, and that's I think what a lot of us are hoping for that player that you kind of. Counted out, wasn't going to be part of the future. And then I don't know. Maybe he's going to be a starting second baseman. Maybe he's going to be a solid utility guy. Just the fact that he's going to be a base, basically, hopefully, a good, decent player is uh, it's pretty big. So 
yeah, I felt like he was probably the most improved um, based on last year to this year, for sure. He did come back from a suspension. Sure. <laughs> Technically. But the cause yeah. of the suspension was pretty much the catalyst of when he became good. So how about that? Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, just one thing to add, like, you know, we mentioned he never really was good. And just think of all of the, you know, future pirates lineups that you see, you know, on Twitter constantly. Uh, if you would have just gone back in time one year, how many of those lists would have said second base Rodolfo Castro, right? None of them, not a single one. Um, they would have had Nick Gonzalez or Piguero in there, right? Uh, so that's just alone. Now, now when you write a list, Castro's name is on a lot of those lists. And yeah, that just shows the improvement. There you go. Agree. So I'm going to ask, which means I guess it's on me. Correct. So we had the most improved. Now let's do it. The rookie of the year, the 2022 Pittsburgh Pirates rookie of the year, winning a fan fanboy. Hold on, I'm picking the wrong thing here. Um, yeah, I think it's easy to say none other than O'Neill Cruz. Diving stop, Cruz to his feet. Oh. Look at that. <laughs> From other guys. Yeah, you can tell inside. And that's lined to right center field. Look at this laser. Oh, my. Oh, my. In. Line drive caught by O'Neill Cruz. And hits this hard to right center field. O'Neill Cruz. Look at this ball go. Oh, another cruise missile. And there he is. O'Neill Cruz down the left field line with a leadoff double. Hard, hard hit balls. Wow. 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 O'Neill Cruz, ladies and gentlemen. Different. Huh? That ball sounds different off that bat. Yeah, I mean, just since as soon as he was called up, he just immediately made the the lineup better. He just teams feared him and uh just immediate impact right off the bat, even even with his struggles, like even even with those terrible few months, you know, maybe six, seven weeks he had to start the the season. Even then, you know, you could still tell tell the difference that teams were approaching him, not like any other hitter in the lineup. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony's one of those that hates the entire broadcast. I feel. But <laughs> back to the actual Rookie of the Year fanboy award, man, O'Neill Cruz is exciting. And like what he presents, what he, the potential that kid has, holy hell. I talk about Mitch Keller. Can't wait for 2023 to see what he does. Talk about him some more. It's O'Neill Cruz. What he did since August 28th, right? When he went into that leadoff spot, how good he's been since then. Just 
I understand the defense has flaws for sure. You look and hopefully that can improve upon. But regardless, what he presents offensively, everything that he can do, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So I can't wait for 2023. I can't wait to find out how we're talking about him one year from today. Can't wait till he's in seventh on opening day. Shut up, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> the most pessimistic NS9 member. Fanboy award goes to Tyler Sweeney. But, I mean, we're talking about a th- basically a three-war player that had two of some of the worst – two months of some of the worst baseball on the team. He was awful for two months. And he still finished the year pretty good. Yeah. Top of my head, I think it was a 148 way to run creative plus since August 28th. Just, Sounds about right. Just great. <laughs> Can't wait. Bart Scott right now. Can't wait. Who's up? I am. Okay. Uh, Jack Wilson Award. Uh, he was nominated uh, as one of the finalists for the Gold Glove at third base today. Keep Ryan Hayes. I mean, you can't really give this to anybody else. Uh, led all of Major League Baseball in defensive runs saved. Led all third basemen in outs above average. He basically was a good player this season. He wasn't a good hitter, and it was the, the fielding just pushed him to, to being really one of the most valuable players on the team. Fairgrass has him as the most valuable. Slowly hit. Hayes charging, and he will get O'Neill. Tapper. There's Hayes to the plate, and the out call there. Backhanded play on the first. (laughs) Every pitch at least 10 times. Oh, look at Key Brian Hayes. Braves last summer to get Bryce Wilson. Bounce toward Hayes. One and two. Just makes everything look so easy. Exactly what I was going to say. But he, according to Fangraphs, he was the most valuable hitter on the team, and that was while not being able to hit a beach ball. So that's how good he was with the glove. Right. It's crazy. It's just crazy how good he is defensively. But like as Jim and you were going to say, as you mentioned, Tyler, he just makes it look so effortless that it doesn't stand out. Like you just take him for granted. The stuff that he does is just so damn good. It's a whole nother level. It's a whole nother level. And again, the torch is being passed. Arenado was nominated. He might end up winning it just because we know how the gold glove goes. But that torch is being passed. If, it, if it's not this year, it's coming. Brian Hayes is going to be a perennial gold glove winner for who knows how long. He's going to have to start hitting better to win one of those. He does. That's a sad truth. All right, are we on to the next one? Yep, sure. Unless you wanted to add more there, Donardo. Man of I'm good. so many words. I'm good. All right. Well, we're on to the Mark Melanson Award, which this award just goes to show you how god-awful this bullpen was. 
because the winner of it is David Bednar, and he didn't pitch for half the year. <laughs> uh, but like it, there was really no other choice. No, I, mean, I guess if uh, you know, maybe if Will Crow hadn't been thrown three innings every time for like three straight months, maybe you had some competition for this award. But he was the team's only All Star. Uh, he provided us a lot of you know fun moments at the end of games, like the the Cubs game. You know where where he's dropping the f bomb in the in the line the whole the whole way through. So just all around great stuff. Uh, easily, easily the winner of this award. Yeah, I mean, as Tyler said, it's not as if like there was a good bullpen out there, but even if there was a good bullpen, he's probably still winning it because the time that he was out there, he was just so dominant, just so good. Another guy that I can't wait to see in twenty twenty three what he presents. What he brings, and hopefully he's used right and correctly. Uh, also going to be playing in the World Baseball Classic, so shout out for him. Uh, and what I think, I mean, I'm nervous about that, but I guess it means he's healthy. <laughs> At least we're praying and hoping that's what it means. Uh, but yeah, like good, big things for David Bednar. What a year for him. Yeah, I mean, he was still, according to Fangraphs, more valuable than last year, according to War. And like we mentioned, he missed half the year. But he also almost threw as many innings, which tells you. I'm going just off memory. Was Fangraphs a 1.7 war? 1.5, I believe. Yeah, 1.5. So as a reliever who didn't play the full season, he's what, the fourth highest on the team in war? fourth or fifth maybe <laughs> um either way yeah like again just outstanding outstanding season for him <laughs> this is why jim hates your tweets video <laughs> you're definitely wrong about the bullpen <laughs> uh but this is why we love Vinny. He can take it though. That's what's so great about him. Yeah. He's a dumb dumb sometimes, but he can take it. And... He has self awareness. Go ahead and ask another. Oh, it's on me. Yeah. All right. So the next award, the Doug Drabeck Award. So essentially, the best starting pitcher for the Pirates. I mean, honestly, he's he's already won an award. I don't think it's any surprise who's going to win this right now. But the guy who had the best the best comeback, right, the best turnaround season, ended up being the best starting pitcher. It's the guy that we're excited to see for next year as well. It's Mitch Keller. I think there's really only two options you can even entertain. It's him and Rowanzi, and by far Mitch Keller was the most consistent, the better of them all year. And, of course, he had the innings as well. Mitch Keller, just a great season. Really, really good season yeah i think uh you know the the reason why he's the clear-cut winner here and and why you put him over Contreras right now is just that i mean from the end of may on every time you handed mitch keller the ball like you felt comfortable that you know at least hey hopefully a position player isn't gonna have to pitch today right he's he's he's, he's gonna actually like keep the game competitive and give the team a chance to win so uh he provided that 
pretty much every time out for four solid months. Yeah, and it's very I'm very thankful that Mitch Keller was able to turn that season around and really his career around because I don't know if this team would have survived the year without him. They did not have a guy that could do what he did, especially after Quintana was traded. For sure. Good point. Yeah. I'm just I'm so happy for him too. That's one of the things like I'm just so happy for him. He, he seems like a quiet mild mannered dude just goes about his business who just has not had success and he finally got it. So just like, just I'm happy for you, Mitch Keller. I really am. <laughs> Good job. And keep it going next year. The pirates really need you. Please. Very much. We need you. We need good content. We need to talk positively. <laughs> These post game shows can be quite a bit. All right. So that moves us to the Brian Giles Award, uh, which is the best hitter on the team. And it goes to, for the second straight season, Brian Reynolds. So we got a picture, no video of Reynolds? No. Okay. There, right, so we got a picture. I just need to know if I, if I had to stop talking. Well, if it was a video – it would have been a video and you would have stopped talking when you see the picture <laughs> kind of enables you to find out that it's a picture. Good point. But uh, Brian Reynolds leads the team, uh, led the team in way to run created plus plus one twenty five this year. Next closest uh, Vogelbach uh, was one seventeen, and then Cruz was one Oh six. So easily the uh, easily the best hitter on the team for, for the majority of the season. Yeah, down here from last year, but 27 home runs, career high. Still, like you said, by far the best hitter on this team. Not many other places you can go. Hopefully, O'Neill Cruz challenges for this award next year. And I'll go a step further. Yeah, like hopefully O'Neill does challenge it, but also hopefully Reynolds picks it back up, if that makes sense. Like it, Like he had a down year, but it still was a very good year. Let's put that in perspective, too. Like as far as especially center fielders goes, that was a very good year for Brian Reynolds in a down season. But we know he can do better than that. Um, and I know he struggled a lot. And this wasn't just, you know, behind the scenes we talked about this, but like he struggled a lot with runners in scoring position and two outs. He wasn't as clutch this year. So if that turns back around a little bit, right? His overall numbers go back up a bit. But uh, I mean, yeah, it, it's not as if he had a whole lot of competition this year for the best hitter. It was a team that couldn't hit. Just hoping he's here next year. That part. That's a we whole lot. We got a whole lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna bite my tongue. All right. All now right. It's Tyler. I am up and is this our last award of the night? This is the Perhaps. very last award. It is. All right. It's the Barry Bonds Award, which goes to the Pirates MVP. And I'm just going to say who it is and then let Jim have fun. The Pirates MVP, as voted on, is being given to Brian Reynolds. Yeah, so this wasn't a unanimous pick. <laughs> See, Jim, it's a video. A line drive into the right center field gap. Hayes will take off. 
Rabello is going to hold him there. Into second base with a stand-up double. In, in from center field. Diving catch by Brian Reynolds. As well. He has two, three, and four due up. His first, and it's smacked into left. Brian Reynolds. Christian Yelich out to get this one. Reynolds stretching for a double, and he's got it. This year, six for six. Drive to right center field. Anchor down. Clear the deck. Cannonball coming. Buckos win it. First career home run walk-off for B-Ray. That was something special. I wonder if he'll do the uh, rock to cradle. There you go, Jim. You satisfied? <laughs> no, that was a good. That was a good video. Um, yeah, this wasn't a unanimous award, but I, it's hard to argue with this. Brian Reynolds was was the best player on the team. Um, throughout the course of the year highest war yeah i can't argue with this no oh, that's different than your tune earlier yeah the irony on that one i don't did, know tyler who well, did who did jim want to have the mvp i feel like i should let jim disclose that but i will mention that before that video was played he was about to go off and then he must have saw the highlights and realized, oh, yeah, I was wrong. I'll say it. Jim was like, I want O'Neill Cruz to be the MVP. Oh, he should get the Barry Bonds Award. It's O'Neill Cruz. And I just sat there like, don't do this to us, Jim. Don't. Don't. Listen, I love O'Neill Cruz as much as the next person. I understand what he could get. But if we go out here and make him the MVP this year, <laughs> there goes a lot of credibility. And Jim's like, no, no, MVP, man. Look, look, the runners in scoring position, look what he did. And I get that. O'Neill Cruz is clutch, and Brian Reynolds wasn't. But MVP for the whole year, Jim, come on, man. <laughs> I, I, so from the day O'Neill Cruz was called up to the end of the year, he was the most valuable player on the team. Cool. This isn't the fanboys from July to to October. Jim, this is a very respected award show that gave the worst tweet to a guy that responded to I love the shit. We take the <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, man. We can't lose our credibility now. But away from Ono Cruz, back to Brian Reynolds. It was a year that wasn't a whole lot of deserving players to win it. He essentially gets it. It was an off year for him, but still the end of the season. The defense wasn't as good as it was before, but, I mean, I felt like most valuable, it was probably him. He was a very good player all around still. Yeah, like I said, I, I was, I'm not going to argue it. You did. Yeah, you called. No, the lights are on. It's a whole different thing. See, see, public perception, Jim's different than behind the scenes text message, Jim. As uh, you literally called to Denardo there a little Putin. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those wanting to join NS9 still, 
uh, or don't. You can you can redact your uh, your DM from us as well. But uh, yeah, we're still looking for people that want to come on for NS9 this off season. So if you want to take Jim's place here, shout out to uh, DM to us. Only on nights when Jim wants to get high. <laughs> yeah. As Connor says, Mason Marley, Mason Martin could have been an MVP if only got the call. So sad. Much better than Cruz. So I guess that wraps up our 2022 Fanboy Awards, fellas. I love how angry Jim got. <laughs> Just seething once again. Look how low he look how short he is on the stream. He's way down there. Like here's here I am. There's Tyler right, and there's Jim, where he belongs. Effing Vladimir Putin over here being reelected with a hundred and five percent of the vote. <laughs> <laughs> because I said no to Ono well, Cruz. No, yeah, he rigged. He rigged the voting <laughs> on this award. How did I rig it? You rigged it on this award because here's the deal. I voted for Cruz. Cody yes. voted for Cruz. Who? Ryan voted for Cruz. Who? So we had three. We had three Cruz votes, two Reynolds votes, and you rigged it to make it two to one instead of three to two. Those other two Jim votes wants- came in for the tiebreaker, which did, wasn't necessary. Jim wants about rigging. There's three hosts. I voted Reynolds. Tyler voted Reynolds. You voted Cruz. That's two to one. You want to tell about rigging? You're getting unregistered voters onto the show to stuff the ballots. (laughs) (laughs) Stop the count. It was two to one. Reynolds won, Cruz, or Jim. Cruz lost. I need some identification (laughs) from this Ryan and Cody. Who are they? No, I'm fine with that. Like, I, I'm not going to argue. Like, I, Reynolds was, Reynolds was the best player on the team. It went the like year. it went like this. Jim all of a sudden said, "We can say Reynolds two, Cruz one, and not count Cody or Ryan, which is also fine." Ryan said, "Yeah, it's Cruz," and then all of a sudden Jim was all aboard counting their votes. Right, right. Oh, now it's in my favor. All oh, good. Typical Jim. Who wants to join that group chat? No one does. No one does at all. I want to. I want to leave it. But I guess that does conclude our 2022 NS9 Fanboy Awards. So I do again want to congratulate everyone who won, all the winners and losers who end up being winners. I mean, you won a fanboy for being terrible. So congratulations to you as well. Uh, and thanks to everyone for watching once again. And with that said, the offseason is here for the Pirates. We'll be having a lot of shows. Um, and I guess to wrap up again, if you are interested in coming on and joining NS9, particularly to do post-game shows for this upcoming 2023 season, uh, get at us. We're going to have something else brewing this offseason um, for those who want to join, more or less to select them who are going to be part of NS9. So. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff coming this offseason, though. Fun times coming ahead in North Shore 9. 
Yeah, lots to discuss this offseason. I'm looking forward to it. Should be should be fun. Can't wait for me and Jim to carry it and do all the producing so that Denardo can just take a backseat as usual. It's literally why I'm looking to expand. Can't wait. More chell for me. <laughs> Call of Duty comes <laughs> gonna up get my well, gonna get my up. hockey game going, you know. Good stuff. All right. Well, I guess should we get out of here then? I guess. All right, everyone. Bye-bye. Peace out, Scouts. See you guys.